Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. Ah. Feels so good. I got some steam to blow off. <laughs> Will you accept this rose? Thank God. It's the first time I've felt safe in months. Will you accept this rose into your world? God, I built my own medicine. I built my own medicine. <laughs> God, do I need this podcast today? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. A very special episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arden Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. And can I say for everybody out there, it is Presently, Friday afternoon, it is 1.19 p.m. Pacific time. The world's still in a flux of in-between. We may not know who's in charge. We may not have a new president, but we have a new bachelorette. You know what? I don't think I've ever been more comforted by an episode of television on any kind, scripted, non-scripted. This was perhaps the most comforting episode of television I have ever experienced in my entire life. 10 out of 10. It do- not only does it deserve an Emmy, I'm going to say last night's episode deserves an Oscar. And you know what? <laughs> In this kind of this kind of world, this how we're all feeling in the in-between right now. I needed a lady coven. I needed, I love my guys. I love the guys that get put in the man box. But today is just, it's my coven of bachelor and bachelorette witches. And it's it's a ladies' night tonight. And I am so excited. And I'm sure you guys are too. With me today is my platonic life partner. She's coming to us from a seashell museum somewhere in Florida. She is uh, in a sexy senior community, zooming in. She's got some kind of a sand dollar that she's showing to me. And I feel that that means that she is my platonic life partner. You know her as a brilliant stand-up comedian. She is also a writer on staff at One Day at a Time, which is pretty badass. That means she knows Norman Lear. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend, Erin Foley. Yay. Hello. Do you know Norman Lear? Do you know Norman Lear? I just got off the phone with Norman Lear. That is a lie. But if you do it with this tone, it sounds correct. I believed you. I sat next to him and I didn't recognize him at Book of Mormon. And we really liked each other. And he introduced us. Like we were both, we were like fans of one another. And uh, and then afterwards I realized it was Norman Lear and I loved him. He couldn't have been more amazing. gracious. He was amazing. He's the um, nicest, he's the nicest man in the world. And you feel like you're talking to a regular guy. Then you go, oh my God, I just had a conversation with Norman Lear. It's crazy. I mean, now, Aaron, you are my platonic life partner, and I like to shower my platonic life partner with gifts. I like to send yep. people presents. I like to send basically a lot of my friends presents. Yep. Um, you got in the mail, and I, and I like them to be a surprise. It's not for your birthday. It's not. It's just going to be just a just because. And yep. what did you receive in the mail in Naples, Florida, at a senior center? Um, you were not even there for a few. I, I got an email confirmation of delivery and then I heard nothing for like six days. And I thought she's left Florida. Some seniors are going to have received this. <laughs> she's not there anymore. And I can't, I don't want to ruin it. So I had to text you and be like, Hey, are you still in Naples? Florida? Like, where the fuck are you? Cause I know this has arrived. What did you get? Tell the listeners, Aaron Foley. 
Well, I would have obviously called immediately because I screamed in joy. <laughs> and I also, um, because of the gift that you sent me in the mail, I have a question for you. Oh my God, yes. Will you, yes. my friend of a gazillion years, yes. please yes. marry me? <laughs> I will marry you. It's the heart ring box. It's, it's, I have to, here's my review of it. It's a perfect box. It's a perfect butthole. It's, it's a perfect it's design. Perfect. I would actually say they need to work on the actual fart. I feel like it needs really? to be more like a, like, I feel like it needs to be like, does it sound very farty in person? It never fails to make me laugh like I'm a two-year-old. Okay, great. I love it so much. Thank you so much. And I hope we are now engaged. We are engaged. I actually consider that I've now just got, I actually, I just got engaged you guys. And I'm having to break up, I have to break up with my four other friends that are here right now. (laughs) Because I know it was early. I wasn't supposed to get engaged till the end of the podcast, but I just got engaged like a minute two. So I have to break up with, let me just show, remember bring on who I'm going to break up with. Um, It's another friend that I've sent presents to on I sent a t-shirt to a gigantic t-shirt to um she is um our bachelor historian and to those of our patreon members when I said we're gonna put the video up we can't do it starting this week because she we got to keep her she's like deep throat we got to keep her a mystery we have to conceal her identity she's too she's too deep in the bachelor world we can't conceal like maybe she does craft service on bachelorette maybe she's maybe she's married to Mike Fleiss I don't know um this woman loves the bachelor like nobody's business this woman might have received a t-shirt from me that says i believe mrs Lori higgins she is our she is our bachelor historian ladies and gentlemen my friend Lori. hello hello um i just want to say that i know i i thank you for protecting my identity i am chris harrison uh but (laughs) but i want to congratulate you on your engagement because I, I, in fact, wore the right outfit because I, I put this on just for Aaron Foley yeah. um, to really um, to bring honor to lesbian and thesbians yes. yeah. uh, throughout the world. Uh, for all of you at home, I am wearing a flannel shirt, yes. which I think is an appropriate um, attire yes. for the, your wedding. So, oh, my God. Yeah. It's so great. All of our all of our bridesmaids are going to wear flannel shirts. It's, and this is now this is now changed. This episode is just called Lesbians and Thesbians. <laughs> <laughs> the um, penis straw is a little bit weird, Lori, that you're drinking from, yeah, but I yeah. love the flannel. I mean, <laughs> I'm not mad. I, I like that everything's, I, she's bringing everything. I also want to just give a shout out to, you know, I bring people together. I consider that that is my, my life's work is to bring Bachelor fans together and set up text threads. And so there's so many text threads that are on fire, including there's one with Greg and uh, Greg Grunberg and Aaron Foley. There was, uh, there was fart ring things happening. We also got, um, I'm going to introduce with us today, of course, Tana, Anna, Banana, Dr. Hosnier, Dr. Banana Hosnier is in the house, and her queen, she rules the roost. She makes this magic happen. We could not do it without her. Katie Levine! Yeah, Katie! Katie is on a text thread with me and Paget and... Um, Jerry Trainer and Doug Benson, who did last week. We have Rookie of the Year, Jerry Trainer, and Rookie of the Season, Doug Benson. Doug came in so hot. 
he was the rookie of the season. He watched, he did one episode last week and then he sent us a, on a group thread photos of himself at La Quinta over the weekend no. outside of the El Presidente suite. He went to La Quinta Resort and took photos all over it after having done the podcast. Katie, Anna, have we ever had a more dedicated rookie? I mean, that I no. think. <laughs> wow. That is it. I mean, he really, he just was like, you know what? I'm all in. I want to walk where Claire and Dale have walked. I want to yes. go where they have made out. And he did it. He went there. The, the amount of photos that were sent. And then... <laughs> If you guys now, Aaron, you're on a photo. You're on many a text thread with Paget Brewster. Paget after five is so fantastic. Oh, Paget after, after five, five. is flying on Sauvignon Blanc. Oh yeah. So there was a thing that happened. Doug sent us a photo on his way home from La Quinta after doing his bachelorette tour, which was incredible. He sent us a photo of his girlfriend Alicia outside of like the dinosaurs that are like between um, Palm Springs and Los Angeles. There's sort the, of like the oh, Cabazon yeah, yeah, yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. Like that, so so she was wearing this cute jump like jumpsuit, and Paget goes batshit for it and goes, "Where did she get that?" I mean, it was like five p.m. Ooh. flying on soft block. Yep. She goes, "Where did she get that?" Tell me it was from Amazon. I'm buying it right now. So it was from Amazon. Then Paget forces Paget ordered it. She forced Jerry Trainer to order it in oh a man's god. size. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then they didn't have my size, but Doug's girlfriend had an extra one, so we had to book a podcast for um, in December when me and Doug and Jerry and Paget are all going to be jammed into this jumpsuit that we're going to wear while we do that episode. I- I've never seen a rookie like Doug Benson. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Just- isn't that very, crazy? Very wow. impressive. I think wow. Paget after five is its own show, and also she could be president after five. Paget after five. She also wanted me to send messages to Anna and you and Rob um, about on election night, and I just I, I I spared you guys. She was like, "Tell them, tell them, tell them to go to the grocery store right now and get food for two weeks." No. Oh my it God. was a I lot do. of it was a lot of food, but you know what? She was the last person. She was my last friend that I hugged in March. She was, and she said the prepper side of Paget that's been on Criminal Minds for 18 years. She just wants everybody to have canned goods at all times. So just for yeah. our listeners out there, Paget's worried about you. She wants you to have canned goods. Just always, just to make Paget less worried. Please, listeners, go get yourself some batteries and canned goods. That's what she wants for all of us. And she's going to let you know after five on a text thread. And oh, it's going to yeah. be a little bit flirty, and I love it. Here we go. So, by the way. Um, shout out to Doug. Loving it. Also, shout out Tana Banana. Can we just give an up top plug? Please join our Patreon. It's so fun. The world is a garbage fire right now. You think you want to know it's not a garbage fire? Bachelorette New Zealand with two bachelorettes and a contestant that is, as I keep saying, a chocolatier stripper who is also a dad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm in. <laughs> It's pretty Where great. Where can I watch that shit show of dreams? You can get it on bachelorarchive.com. You just have to put it, you have to set up an account, but it's free and just make sure to download the episodes quickly. But we have everything's on there. Love is Blind. We've got Bachelor in Australia, Bachelor in Paradise, Australia. You can get, get access to all of the past. And then starting next week, not today, we're going to start putting up video. And next week we have Dean and Jared apparently are coming with maybe Heitner, maybe Heitner, Dean and Jared are going to be here next week. All right. Oh oh my God. Lori, Lori loves Dean. Is he your, is he your, is he your hall pass, Lori? 
Oh, I, I mean, maybe not, but, oh, um, okay. but you, I, you like Dale bachelor now. hall pass. Yeah. You're a bachelor hall pass. Oh, okay. Okay. I do. I do have a soft spot for Dean. I have to say Me too. it might be Dean. <laughs> I like Dean. I mean, I, I'm, I, you better open up this, uh, that zoom meeting to include some attendees. I can raise my hand to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you, me, Dean, would you like to make out with me? I mean, I haven't made out with a man in 22 years. Let's do it. <laughs> Get real close to the screen, Dean. Hi, Dean. It's not creepy. Hi, Dean. He's so cute in person. It's crazy. Okay, here we are. Can I just give a shout out? How much I love Kenny, this new season, Kenny. Here we, oh, by the way, overall, before we get going, can I just say, was that not the best episode of television you've seen in like 15 years? That, what a night. Claire, I give a, I give a chef's kiss. She came in hot. She stayed consistently batshit. Four episodes was perfect. She stuck her landing. She didn't mm-hmm. deviate from her crazy. I'm going to say goes down in one of the greatest bachelorettes of all time. <laughs> Four episodes was enough, but like, she was in and out like a tornado, and I was here for all of it. Overall, Lori, how did how did you feel about her four episode run? I think it was perfection. <laughs> great. I, I'm fully Team Claire, and I, you know, I want to protect her from yeah. the bullies. Yes, and fully Team Claire. And God bless it. I wish some of the previous seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette were four episodes. This is like much better. Oh my God. A Peter Pilot season could have been four episodes. That would have been Ooh, yeah. so much. Like if if we could just like tap out of like, like when you realize that Peter Pilot was going to be a dud, like if we could have just tapped him out and brought somebody else in four episodes in, I love this. And yeah. Claire is, I mean, look, we love Claire. Her damage is vast and she is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She she may be the only bachelorette in history that has legitimately zero game, like no game. No. This is person to person who knows no art of seduction. There's no art of longing. There's no art of mystery. And she cannot help herself. She cannot get out of her own way. And I have compassion for her. I didn't need more than four episodes, but it was a fascinating thing to witness. Erin Foley, how did you feel? You know, I wasn't feeling great until this moment. I'm going to be honest because when you, when you framed it as a four episode arc. Yeah. Now I'm actually fine with it. A four episode bachelorette season. Like like she got engaged. I just (laughs) found the whole thing. And listen, cheering for, cheer for right up until we find her under, underneath the sink. But, but I, I just, I just was so like, no. <laughs> just like no no like what no like no what no like i and by the end of it i just was like what just fucking happened dude that a i missed woman, a woman blew it what happened was a woman allowed no process allowed no mystery but that's the thing i kind of like i i like right now that it was a four episode oh, arc stuck yeah. the landing out but i really missed like then I felt myself saying like, am I a big sucker? Do, do I, I wanted maybe 10 more episodes to fall in love with their story. Then I was like, no, no, but then yes. Then so it was the very push pull for me. Well, it is a, they don't stand a chance. Like I, I hope they do. I'm rooting yeah. for them, but like, it, it was like getting captured by a compulsive person. Like an addict. It felt almost like an ad, like, and like somebody's like 
whatever it is. I need that. I need that whiskey. I need that peanut butter. I need that porn, like whatever your thing is. And like, so it was like the perfect amount of time to go along with somebody's mania. And I, I, four episode arc, it was a four episode yeah. for, for 2020. It was like a COVID yeah. fever dream. It was like, it was like a pandemic. Like this whole year has been such insanity. Tana banana, Dr. Banana, what did you think? of the four episode arc of Claire overall. I, I mean, I loved it. I loved how quick it was. I love that Claire is like no holds barred, just extra hundred miles an hour at all. Extra. Um, yeah, no, I also, I love that. You know, I actually, last night's episode was such a joy to see like this interracial couple get married and then, or get engaged, excuse me. I don't, I don't know if they're married, but, um, and then to watch like a black, bachelorette come back i don't know I, it yes. felt like people were like asking me like why would they air it last night and i was like we needed that oh yes night. you know what? Yes. that's a really great point because it also was i would say this was the first year i felt like race was not remotely an issue with any of the contestants mm-hmm. like i felt like i felt like it Anybody like it was not even a it was just a non thing. God, yeah. Finally, finally, an issue. It's only an issue when you're voting, you know. But uh, I think we're going to get a Dale Claire update before we get Nevada results. I agree Um, with you. I think it's just a matter of minutes before something (laughs) something goes wrong. I know. There's no way because they've been in like luck. You know, there's no way they're still. I, I mean, I hope for her sake. I'm hoping like, we're cheering. I think everybody's yes. cheering for Cray Cray, oh, but, but you're right. Fight. Watching them and then watching the, the listen to your heart interracial couple like again, it was not that big of a deal. And then here comes Tasha. Like it was like it was a finally felt kind of like normal. Like yeah. And, and, and Katie, what did you think overall? I know you didn't like her, but as a four episode, <laughs> off, as a four episode, just sort of think of like an overture for Tasha. Now think about. How Excited you'll be for Tasha, and yeah. we actually all like these guys now. Yeah, we know we love Easy, we like Riley. I am very excited for Tasha. I'm yes. very excited that Claire is gone. Um, I know you hate her, and I I do wish her the best. I hope that she and Dale work because I think if they don't, that she will die. Um, literally, like I think her heart would like explode or her head would explode. Like I don't think she'd be okay. So I really truly hope that they work out. Um, but you know, it was a good ending. Like I, I, amazing. you know, there was something she did again that I was like, Oh, come on. That's just rude. But you know, good for them. They seem happy and you know, mazel tov. I can- can they we also get psychotic? <laughs> <laughs> they do well, seem psychotic. Yes, they're crazy. But you know what? They're happy, crazy, and that's fine. Muscle yeah. I don't care. Can we give us like a chef's kiss to the bachelor producers who literally were like, Oh, we're gonna force an engagement? Because she was like, yeah. What do we do now? And like he what was fascinating to watch, and we're not there yet. So we're I'm gonna take us through and I, I will make sure I'll keep it clipping so this is not an 18,000 hour podcast, but what was fascinating to watch was they clearly Tisha's been quarantining for 14 days. Okay. So like I, they've this is seen my question. this, they, they've seen this coming. And so what I was fascinating to watch was watching like a kidnapper convincing the kidnap victim, which is Claire, that it's her idea. So like they led the horse to water. Like, I think she would have been happy just leaving with Dale and getting to know him and like, 
But when he was like, she goes, what do we do now? And he was like, well, what's next is an engagement. And she was like, oh, right. Oh, my God. Like, I don't think that had even occurred to her. And like, and then I was like, oh, my God. Like, that can be tonight. Like, what? Like, what's the time frame? He's like, tonight. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Him making it seem like any of this was her idea, like they gave her the night, and we're not there yet. I'm kind of. It was weird. I I, I just want to say it was kind of weird, though, that they like seemed to force the engagement. I was like, I wonder if like they had to with the deal with Neil Lane or something. Like maybe there was something contractually that they had to do it for. Well, let's be real. Let's be real. They have not had a successful engagement since Rachel. So they just and they needed it. They, they just, needed yep. it. And they saw this bat shit lady <laughs> and like a guy that was maybe willing to be captured. So it's like I think they saw their opening for at least a semi-success story because they because Peter was a disaster. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hannah, Hannah was a disaster. Ari was a disaster. They've been disasters. So like. Who was after Ari? Oh, Hannah. No. Who was after Ari? I can't even remember. Who was Lori? You must know. I, I, I Give me a Colton. second. Um, Dr. Banana. No, who was after Ari? Who was the woman after Ari? Oh. Oh, oh. Let's do this damn thing. That was, didn't work. That didn't oh, wait, who was that? Back, back up. Back up. Back up. Okay, back up. Well, well, they haven't had a success since Rachel. So oh, they fun. needed that. Yeah. So they need, I think they were like, see, people get engaged. Okay. Well, that was kind of recently when it was like racism. <laughs> it's very yeah. in this country. Yeah. Katie. Oh, I was just going to say, like, you know, Peter ended up with Kelly, which you I know. know but, but as far as his season goes, it was a mess with Barb and mm. like it was just, they didn't get that down. There hasn't been a down on one knee. Colton jumped the fence. <laughs> like, there hasn't been Neil Lane showing up with a rock. Like, there hasn't been somebody actually on their knee doing it. You know, yeah. Hannah was a disaster. They've been disasters, like, yeah, the last right. five or six. This was, like a good, this yeah. was, like, a good one. You know, it, it, it was magical and beautiful and Aaron yada, Foley. yada, yada. I just, like, yes and no. We're not there yet. We're not at the okay. end yet. Okay, okay. Let's just start at the beginning because we have so many miles to go. I'm going to keep it clipping in respect for my guests and my listeners. We appreciate you guys listening to our 88-hour podcast. We just have so much to say. Guys, we also have steam to blow off. Let's be real. Life is hard. Okay. We're starting out with a man that I really loved up top, and then I got a little mad at him later, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to allow him to redeem himself during this season. Love me, Kenny, going, oh. you want Dale, and that's what's up. How about you just go be with Dale, and the rest of us walk. There's parts of Kenny that I loved until the apology, until the you owe us an apology, but Kenny, can we also just say that we've now seen him naked holding a chicken? <laughs> chicken penis. Wait, We've what? Seen, he did. He's done. He did porn, and there's somebody texted us the photo. Yeah, he's holding a chicken. Us the photo, Arden. <laughs> Someone what's te- that? Dude, you sent it to us. Yeah, somebody texted me the photo, and I sent it to you guys. Um, Anna, will you pull up the photo and show it to Aaron? I okay. really have to say, I was quite surprised when I received that text. I actually um, have to say, it's the only dick pic I've ever been texted by anyone <laughs> ever is Kenny holding a chicken. I've never in my oh entire my life had a dick pic come into my phone. Exactly. Now, now that I think about that, the only dick pic I have in my phone is Kenny, the boy band cover band manager, holding a chicken. Uh. And I think, thank you, 2020. I now am the owner of a dick pic. 
And it's the best, it's the best dick pic. It's the only dick pic I need. It's pretty, you know, oh, there you go. It's, it, you know, it's pretty impressive. I have, I have to, to say, say. I, and, and like where the stars on his tattoo go down to like, there's a whole theme with that shoulder down to the holding the chicken. It was a whole oh. thing. And I'm not mad at him. I'm like, look, Kenny, if you need to be a boy band cover, but until he says you need it to owe us an apology, I'm, I'm into Kenny. So the guys are all is after the rose ceremony. She, or the rose the cocktail party. She didn't give a rose to anyone. All the guys that are super defeated, the guys that are pissed. Jordan in his terrible glasses and his, he needs new glasses. Jordan is pissed. Kenny is like, Kenny was like, you know what, man? This is on her. I find Kenny for the most part, and I'm going to, I'll hold my anger for him later. But for the most part, I find Kenny to be quite reasonable. He's like, what? She's not giving anyone else in the house an opportunity. Why am I here? And so we see Claire journaling. She's like, there's just intangible chemistry that with Dale that you can't make up and you cannot replace. And there's a fine line between respecting the process, but also going for what you want. Dale is what I want. And so the Captain Harrison comes in and he keeps moving furniture around at La Quinta. And then she says to herself in a confessional, she goes, What do we do from here? And then she goes, what do we do? Aaron Foley, up to this moment, here comes Captain Harrison. Before, All right, I'll get, I'll get us to the Captain Harrison chat, and I'm going to go to you, Aaron. He goes, there's been a last-minute change. We need to talk. And she's like, he's like, we need an honest talk, Claire. Like, and she's like, okay, okay. And he's like, um... The guys, they're unhappy and they're confused. And the path that we're on right now, Claire, cannot continue of you being being locked and loaded and giving roses to yourself. And, um, you know, I know that you respect the process. And he goes, what are you feeling, Claire? No bullshit. She's like, I am totally head over heels for Dale. I mean, he gets me. I felt like like things were working in my favor when he first stepped out. And when we first stopped filming because of COVID, everything was stacked against me. But then I was looking at all these guys and I was looking at their social media pages and I saw Dale and I just could see us hanging out with each other. And on Mother's Day, I looked at his social media page. And it was close to the anniversary that his mom passed away, which I did not know about, which also adds to like, that's the perfect thing. I could relate to him so much. My heart went out to him and his sister was in a care facility. My mom was in a care facility. I built it up before we even got here. And they said, did you talk to him at all before the show? Not one word. I just spent, I'm so into this. I spent years just knowing what I wanted and what I don't want. Dale is my match. He meets me on every level, emotional, spiritual, he's what? I'm looking for. When Yosef offended me, Dale had my back. He's checked on me. He protected me. I spent my whole life looking for somebody that reminds you of your dad. Does he remind you of your dad? He's like, I think he is. Yes, he's my dad. He shows up for me. I've waited for so long. And watching this master Geppetto leading her to water. It's your dad, right? It's your dad. Yes, my dad. It's my dad. It's my dad. Where do we go from here? I don't want to disrespect these guys, but you're right. My dad's back. It's my dad and it's Dale. I think we need to just reinvent the whole wheel. 
okay, Claire, this is your idea. Claire, what would you like to do? <gasps> well, I want to spend as much time with Dale and my dad as possible. I just, I just, you're right, Captain Harrison, you're right. Okay. All right. I just, I want to let him know how I feel. I want to let him know. I want to see if he feels the same way. So your mind's made up right now, right? This is it. It's over. Yes. Yes. You're right, Captain Harrison. Yes, <laughs> Captain Yes, I will sign up for Nexium. You're right. Congratulations. You've just blown up the Bachelorette. Welcome to the Val. I am Keith Ranieri. Let's play volleyball. Aaron Foley, take it. Well, you you've got the part, Arden. That needs to be if you have to audition, which you shouldn't have to audition for anything. If you need a dramatic monologue, there it is. It's between that there. and Barb. It's between that and Barb. Oh, oh Barb's Barb's woof. Barb's a tie. Um, yeah, it was, it was, um, every 30 seconds, I felt like he was going to lean in and be like, Tasha's, Tasha's right behind you. Tasha's right behind you. Like, Tasha, we are about to tag Tasha in. Like, he, they, he literally, they, it was, they, they, they fed all. They, they just, fed her. this is, this was my issue because I thought if they had just, that everything was so forced that I did to, and listen, I'm a bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette watcher for life, but I don't know if they did themselves any favors pushing this so hardcore to an engagement, because at this point I was like, wait a minute, Claire's, Claire's okay. She's, she's all into Dale. And it was almost like they had flipped the switch when, I don't know. It was so, it, it felt like I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm sort of feeling bad for Claire. I want this to work out, but it was force fed on her. The engagement was force fed. And then I was like, oh, all right. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just felt like it was way, it was, it was way too much. It was just too much. Lori, bachelor historian, can I ask you a question? Do you think any of this was people were not that excited about Claire? They see this woman who's a, a little bit, she's like the perfect level of damage to be able to like lead to this. And I believe right around while they're filming a little earlier, Black Lives Matter had happened and they were getting reamed about like, like about being such a racist show, both in the production side and in the casting, like all around batch diversity, like petition started. Do you think they were like, we got to reboot this and like get rid of this like 39 year old blonde lady? Like, here's our opening. Like, what do you think? So I, well, first of all, I, you know, I don't know, but this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that they knew from the get-go that Claire has zero game. Look, oh my God. I, I would not want to have a taco with Claire, No, uh, but I appreciate her. Me too. As, I'm rooting for her. I wish her well. I, me too. Um, and so think about the quarantining and the testing period right yeah. so her se- her season even though it was what four episodes yeah it was actually 12 days so Jesus. my idea my thinking is that is that they had this planned all along and that they knew that because she is so impulsive i mean if you look at her previous seasons 
head over heels, head over heels, or like, like, it's just, it's, it's a lot of emotion. And I know many people like this, I'm sure Arden, you might know people like this as well, you know, fall in love fast. Um, and I think they probably predicted, I mean, it's not hard to predict. We've seen the season with Claire that she would fall in love very quickly um, or something would, you know, something tumultuous would happen. So, so Tasha was quarantining for something, <laughs> I think for the lead. Yeah, uh, I love this. For, because, you know, you have to quarantine for, for 14 days. And then you you probably then have to have a, a round of testing, right? Because they were, this is at the beginning of the pandemic where the protocols were very rigorous. I mean, they still they still should be rigorous, but every you know you. See well, I think for a dating show in particular, you need it like that if you're going to be like making out with people and stuff. Right, right. So, so I'm thinking this was all pre-planned, um, and so you know. Anyway, so I I think they they sort of know what they're getting with Claire, and she you know she says. That you know, he's the man of my dreams. Meanwhile, I mean, they literally probably talked for a few hours, and they were able but, to bring in an older bachelorette, which I think they're. It was getting younger and younger and younger. I think they needed to raise the age of the whole thing, and it'll eventually go back down again. Um, Katie, what do you think about that theory? Well, I think it's true because there have been a lot of theories that um, she that Taisha was there before. And I kind of think it goes back to remember when Claire first was brought on and she didn't like the first crop of guys. So I think they kind of saw that maybe she wasn't going to be into this or she was maybe going to be difficult or maybe she was just going to be impulsive or maybe they, I can't remember if like Dale was even in the first crop of guys. Maybe she kept talking about him. He was. I so, think I think there was also not that many guys applying, quite yeah. honestly. And if, if, I think they also saw that they were like she was also I mean, aside from just aside from being older, and I say this, I'm older than her, so I'm not trying to like I love having an adult. I actually think it made it a better bachelorette. But, but she's not an adult I, but, though. That's the thing. She but, acts but, like she's twenty two years old, okay, in my opinion. But beyond that, but beyond that, the, I don't think it was about her age. She was from like six years yeah. ago. People don't remember her. Yeah. So it's not like it was a current season. People mm-hmm. were like, Oh, I like Hannah. Or I like Hannah Ann or whoever. Like they were like, who is this? Like it was yeah. from Juan Pablo season. I never saw. It was from so many years and, ago that I think people don't know who it is. And I think you guys were right when you said like the guys that would be appropriately aged for her, that would be interested in dating her, are can't leave for this long of a period. They have, you know, maybe they're divorced with kids. Maybe they have real jobs. You know that kind of thing. They like they, they're they're established. Where guys who are you know in their 20s can easily like eat leave easier but i do i do kind of think that they were planning this because taisha did have to be there clearly they like immediately i mean maybe like a day or two past it was kind of hard to tell in the editing but um yeah i think they kind of knew and i think they did you know see an opportunity to be like hey let's get taisha in here people really like her it can help with the diversity she should have been the bachelorette last year laura you were about to say something well, yeah. So one thing that's interesting in that Dale, I'm 99% sure he was in the first crop of guys. If you recall, um, when, when we all closed down to the pandemic, uh, Claire went after Matt James, who's going to be the, the next bachelor, who so, I am very excited about. So handsome. Um, so handsome. Like the most handsome uh, bachelor they've ever had by a mile. And, and so he, so if you recall, she called him out, Aaron, I'm sure you recall that that she called him out for, 
for basically a cameo appearance, right? Like doing cameos. And he was going because he was a contestant on her season and she called him out for the cameos. Interestingly, Dale also was the only other person doing cam- cameos, which I now know is that thing where yeah, you yeah, know, you yeah, buy, I'm yeah. sure most people know. I didn't know. And so Dale was doing cameos. Now I fully believe, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, uh, that she only observed him on social media. And to be honest, like he is very active on social media, but I fully believe that uh, she did fall in love with him uh, initially through looking at his, his Instagram. Um, so, so that, that's the, that's the interesting piece is that, uh, is that Dale was in the first round and he was doing cameos just like Matt James, where she called him out. Can, can we talk about that real quick about, cause you know, I was convinced, convinced, and I'm still not, I still kind of believe it that they were talking beforehand that it could be easy to hide. It could be really easy to hide. But the fact that she said, I swear on my dad's grave really made me think that they weren't. So then I'm like, well, I guess I she mean, could be, you know, I crazy. She, I, I, I hate saying crazy, but crazy enough to fall in love with them just over social media. How about this? How about this? I think she has, a, I think her fault lines, I think it is truly like that producer that I met years ago before I watched the show. And, but I remember having a dinner. It was like a, a I had a dinner next to a bachelor producer and we mm-hmm. had a lot of a long conversation and I didn't even watch it. I would have grilled. Oh my God, you would have died now. <laughs> no, but it was, but it was basically that what there was like a, there's a pool, there's like three types that they look for. And one of them is truly has that like Prince Charming Disney, like, yeah. like this is the one like destiny. It's like, so I think for what, like, like some people have that. And, yeah. and anyway, right, I'm going to keep it. And I, well, I guess also she's bored home in quarantine and just staring at his social media. She builds up this whole thing in her head. And then when she meets him, she's just like, oh, my God, he smells good and he's hot and I love him. And it's just that's it. Well, you could also think, too, like now that we've also learned his mom has also yeah. passed away. He has a, a sibling in that is like is in assisted living like it yeah. is parallel and it's like oh my god like and it sounds like she's you know her not only is her dad passed away but her mom is actively dying yeah of with dementia and or alzheimer i don't know which one it is but like i can say having lost parents and my dad had dementia like you're a little you're slightly even though i feel like i'm actually a fairly sane person in general like I was fucking crazy for a little while. Like you're just slightly. So then you're like, oh my God, here's this hot guy. Yeah. He has it too. He's going to get it. Like they, they get me. It's just. All right. Here we go. Yeah. All right. All right I'm going to keep it clipping so we can. Here we go. So, so, so Captain Harrison, the cult leader is like, so it's your idea. Okay. So we're calling this off. Right. So he goes off and he was like, Hey guys, um, Meanwhile, the guys are all hanging out. I love Easy. Easy and Kenny, my two guys, are hanging out on the couch. So, like, we want clarity. Um, and Captain Harrison goes in. And he's like, Claire's really emotional right now. There's no cocktail party. There's going to be no rose ceremony. Dale, can I talk to you outside for a sec? <laughs> and the guys are like, what? Meanwhile, Blake, the Canadian uh, Calgary uh, bounty guy, is like, Dale is not her guy. Fuck that. What is going on? Oh, later on, 
he's the worst, but we're not there yet. Um, so then um, Claire is holding her dogs and she was like, this is it for me. I'm taking a risk. Love is innately taking a risk. And if, if he doesn't love me back, I will be crushed. So Claire is waiting for him in a courtyard in the craziest pageant red mermaid dress, a gown, a full gown, like what Erin Foley was wearing when I met her. And um, she goes, I've heard it's haunted in a good way. Tana, I saw your hand go up. I'm just saying there's a weird choice of dresses this season. Yes. If I noticed it, if I'm noticing this, then there's a problem. Eric, take it. I literally was like, is this, this is a Disney on ice dress? Or this is like, (laughs) hey, do you want to go to the opera? Um, hey, do you want to try on seven dresses at Macy's and run out the back door as a prank? What the fuck was she wearing? It was, it it was, it was like a Macy's gown, but it was projecting what she feels inside that dinner. They had one dinner date, then they were engaged in 35 seconds after. So that dress felt like this is it. This is my rehearsal dinner. It was her rehearsal dinner dress. dress. The dress was over the top, in your face, tits, insane, backless, crazy. backless, tits, tits for seven miles. And she's like, this is me. And that dress was that emotion. Did you notice that whenever she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her face was, Sarah and I were just like, look at her face, look at her face. When she was like, she was like, he's like, she's like, how are you? He's like, I'm good. She's like, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to get married. Oh yeah. So what did you do today? Oh, this is cool. Yeah. 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 I picked it. It's haunted here. I hear it's haunted by the, by the voices that are talking to me in my head. They haunt, they haunt, they're haunting my dress and this. So then great like, mm. editing though. Cause the entire time I was like, he's leaving, he's going to leave. He he's looked, jumping ship. He's he looked the fuck out terrified. Of he looked, he, did look terrified. He, he looked like he was walking the plank. He looked yeah. like he was getting fed. Yeah. I, he's going to turn and run. He's going to turn and run. He's going to turn and run. There's been many. I, I never dated that much because if somebody liked me and I didn't like them, I did not know how to say to anybody, I'm not, I don't, this is, I'm not feeling this. Like I would just like feel like I would have to either get captured or just completely move to a different state and change my number. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know how to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling this, but I wish you the best of luck. Like I did not know how to be like, I don't want to, I don't want another day. I don't want to go out with you. I don't want another day. I, I'm not feeling this. He looked like, oh my God, I ha-, like, he looked like he had to go through with playing this part. Like I'm playing the part of the fiance. Here I come. And I don't know this hairdresser from Sacramento. Like I don't know this adult woman. So, so she looked crazy and she was like, um, she goes, this is me. This is just me. I've been doing it my way. And uh, it's crazy to me. I haven't even, I mean, we haven't even had one one-on-one date, but I feel like, I just feel like I know you so much better than the other guys. Like, yes, 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 yes. Yes. I just prayed for everything that my dad had and I just was strong, but it's you, you're strong, but you're compassionate. And then he had such a good line. Once he decided to play the part, even though he looked like he wanted, his body was saying, no, no, no. But he was, he, he was a good pupil. And he goes, I want to know everything about your parents. Tell me about your parents. What are their names? Tell me about their love story. And both of them, both of them had parents that hitchhiked 
to the other, which, and she was like, oh I, yes, 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 I yes, lost yes, my yes. mind at the hitchhiking. I was like, good Lord, is this being in an, is this in an earpiece? Is this shit actually happening? And like, why is he encouraging her or did both of them hitchhike? Like, and then you could see she has a point. She's like, I mean, she has a, she point. Has a point. That is weird destiny. Yeah. Is, they both lost their parents. They both have somebody to care facility. They're both of their parents hitchhiked. He's very present when he's talking to her. Yes. His body is being like, get me out of here here he's like i'm not scared of you i'm here for you and like i don't blame her if you wanted to see it he is said giving yes. cues Aaron yes. foley tell me well real quick laurie's got her hand up and she's gonna just blow us away with information yes, yes. but i, I do have Ar- a little bit of information Arden, i that really is it for me like if you you see what you want to see right yeah. sometimes you see what you want to see most yeah. times you see what you but if she's like this is what I need. He was like, I am going to answer all, I'm going to complete every single sentence. Like hitchhike, he literally hitchhike. just, if she was just like, you know, the other day I saw a coyote, he's like, I just, I have a coyote in my back pocket. Yeah. Like w- whatever it was, yes. he dished it out. It was Lori, Dr. Lori, Dr. Laura. So I have a confession to make prior. So, you know, I started this episode very late last night. Yes. Um, and prior to, podcasting with you today, I will confess, I listened to an interview with Dale and Claire. Oh my God, this is the best. That's why we have you on. And And by the way, yes, 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 yes. So, okay. So I I will agree with you. She did have sort of a Black Widow vibe where she was going to mate with him and then kill him. (laughs) Um, And and I also was struck (laughs) by the fact that she um, has this interesting combination of um, trying to look really seductive, but not be seductive. And it's like a combination of, of looking seductive and, uh, and trying to listen. And the final product of that is like that she wants to eat his face. Um, yeah, but yeah, yes, yes, yes. anyway, I, I digress. So another fascinating piece of information that I learned uh, on my walk is that she has a, a tattoo, I guess, of password on her neck or something. And when they were um, hanging out last week you know, for the hour, uh, she had it tattooed on her because her best friend and, um, and Claire uh, said, if you ever need any type of protection, uh, that you're just going to say this word, like a safe word, and we're going to have each other's back, right? Or some, something like that. So as Dale and Claire were talking, I guess, the previous week, um, she was telling them about, about the password. And without telling them the password, which was pineapple, and he said, pineapple. No. He okay. guessed the password. I mean, I wish them well. I hope they are soulmates. I, I wish them well. It's one of these combination of things. I mean, I'm is a, it a picture of a password. I mean, is it pineapple? I mean, no, it's not pineapple. No, it does not. He say guessed, pineapple. He guessed the password, and so I, look, I'm a complete cornball. I fully acknowledge my cornball cornholioness. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. but uh, so I can see how with all of this, like the hitchhiking and him knowing the password, that's weird. It's weird, right? Tana. So, Oh, it's a tattoo P blank space blank space. Yeah, like uh, like what does it say? If, 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 you, if, it's a, if it's a password tattoo, can everybody see the password? I don't understand what's actually password. T- I don't know. I need to listen again. But there was no indication, like no clue 
of a pineapple or the word pineapple right, or that's, cool. like that's kind of cool. or, or wherever you, you know, wherever you find pineapple. So okay. Dr. Banana, tell me your thoughts on the gown, on the password, on Clara. Well, Dan, we need to hear from you, Dr. B. I honestly, I do hope they work out. Um, they seem like, I, I mean, Dale, you know, okay. You know, he's showing he likes her. Then heck yes, do it. I hope you guys last. I hope Claire's happy. I hope she's knocked up and happy when, you know, ASAP like she really wants to be. Um, I do think the story about her parents' marriage is everything you need to know about Claire. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, because she yeah. saw that it worked. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. That's why. Because her father, she yeah. loves her father. Right. He was just being like, I met your mother once and then I proposed. Right. Yes, Anna. You know, yes. I guess at the time, you know. Right. Back in the day, that was more common. So like, you know, you. I'm assuming her mom was maybe like, this is, might be the only man who will take me. I don't know. Right. I'll be by the window in the next 24 hours. You don't show up, you're dead to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's almost like if my parents had had a relationship that was more like, you know, they married on a day. It's it sounds like if they'd actually been like really cool together, maybe be like fuck it, like yeah. Let's, but in my mind, I'm like, take it slow, take it. Yeah. I need you to know everything about you. Slow down. Yeah. Give me your social security number because yeah. I don't want any unknown wild cards. Yeah, um, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Oh my god! No, they did not. Oh, yes, they did. Hey, and we're back. So we're in the mid-conversation. And um, she's like, um, you know, she's talking about her. Everybody's everybody's hitchhiking to get married. They do have, <laughs> they do have kind of a, uh, a weird story. And then he was saying about, he's like, you know what? I saw you come out. On that TV screen in February, I just thought, this is an amazing woman. I felt so much energy and power coming through the screen. And after my mom passed, I felt like, you know, my life changed forever. It got hard with my, my dad and my sisters. Everybody was lost. And, uh, and I just, I couldn't feel. My family fell apart. And she was like, yeah, me too, me too, me too, me too. She's like, but I just knew. He's like, my dad wouldn't want that for me. And then he, she goes, how did you get from so shut down to all of this? He's like, I saw you in February. She, she was like, same, 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 same. <laughs> and then um, meanwhile, back at the ranch, the guy that Anna is terrified of, Jason is like, the day you start fucking with my feelings <laughs> and emotions, oh, you're going to start getting a different side of me. The second I'm not able to express my feelings to somebody, I'm going to freak out. Anna, what did oh you think of that moment? The guy that's like, uh, I've been called manipulative, <laughs> uh, a monster, uh, dangerous to be around. Like yes. things that are hot headed, unreliable, controlling. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to throw this tablet against the wall and then I'm going to be free. I've been asked why. I traveled underneath your car like Cape Fear from Nebraska to Kansas. 
I've been asked uh, my whereabouts on a Tuesday night from 5 to 9 p.m. He's, he's ready to pop the fuck off. She yes. may, she we burned her dress. I burned her dress with her. She's mine now. You do that in three countries. You're legally married. We're married in Bulgaria. We're married. We're married in Peru. And we're married in Norway. We burned a dress and threw a tablet. Take it from here, Lori. So, so Aaron, you might be the only person. Uh, I don't know. Well, actually, Katie, you watch football, right? Um, so, so this guy on The Bachelor uh, was an offensive lineman, and actually, I guess he was pretty good. The guy who did the sort of Jason. I'm I'm manipulative. Yeah, Jason. Um, interesting tidbit uh, is that he scored. And not like I give any merit to any type of IQ test, but he scored a five on the Wonderlick test. He scored a five so on the Wonderlick test? Yes. Oh, yeah. So it's the second lowest in NFL history. And <laughs> how what, what's the highest number you can get? Um, it was that it was, I think, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, who's a Harvard, quarterback, right? But he went to Harvard. So they went to Har- yeah. Oh, he had the second. What, what's the number? What's the highest number? I think it's like a hundred, um, right? Isn't it? Uh, I don't know if it's that. Uh, or no, maybe it's forty something. Uh, Eli Manning scored fifty. 50. 50. Okay, so yeah. he got a five. So, okay, all right. That's he got a five. That tracks. Anyway, that's, that's on brand. That's amazing. That's on brand. So then, um, meanwhile, we're back at the dinner, and Dale looks terrified, and she goes, "You know how much I feel for you." I just, I, every time I wake up, I think of you and he's looking more and more terrified. She's like, I just, I can't put this into words. How you make me feel. It's insane to me. It's insane to me. All I know is that I am so falling in love with you, stranger that I met three days ago at looking down. And Dale goes terrified when we met. I felt love. I am falling in love with you through this, throughout this process, meaning yeah, let's take some time, lady, adult lady hairdresser. And then he goes, but I am not afraid to say that my heart is open and I'm not going to fight that. I've been dying to say this to you. Me too, me too, me too, me too. To every single person out there who has ever said to me that the man of my dreams does not exist. Well, guess what? I am having dinner with that man tonight. And he is right now. I am having dinner with you. You're mine. Dale, I imprint on you. You are mine. Excuse me. Will you fart ring proposal? And then they, they, they pull out Tennille Arts, the best Tennille Arts crossover move ever. Chris and Bray, who had not had sex together last time we saw from Listen to Your Heart. And I just wrote, no, 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 no. Chris and Bree were there. They were slow dancing. I actually got moved. I felt choked up. I'm like, oh, they are. Chris and Bree were sweet together. They sounded good. And, um, and uh, that is, and then, and then they go home and they get at it. They frog. And then in the morning, her dress is on the floor. They're fully snuggling. This is the first time in The Bachelor, first date, fully right to fantasy suite, full bone zone. Lori, tell us as a historian, how unprecedented is this? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unprecedented. That's. For sure. Is that, I mean, the other quickest one that we know about was Caitlin, of course, um, and then maybe Bob Guinea, but I, I don't even know if it was that quick for that. Did, but uh, Did you watch Listen to Your Heart? Did you watch that one with the music one? Of course I did. How, I didn't think I was going to. 
but um, no, those guys are those guys are super super cute. I have to say, and they are cute. And I actually have to say, and I have to say, I thought their song was good. I was like, oh, Chris and Bree, yeah. that's fun crossover. Doctor Banana, what did you think of the crossover? I mean, I think that was the plan all along, right? They <laughs> they created their their own artists to play on dates. That's huh? such a smart. It's perfect. Did you watch it, Aaron? No, but it it totally worked for me because it was true bachelor at moment where I go, who the fuck are these two? You know, right. so it, it doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. And, and Sarah's now totally on board, but she needs to be caught up to speed in some moments. I go, oh no, this is the part in the, in the episode where we don't know who these people That's are. Exactly. Right. And you have but, to go, oh my God, Tennille Arts are here. And they're like, yeah. yes, Tennille yeah. Arts. I was so excited for Tennille Arts. The best musical moment was um, on Peter Pilot season when they brought the uh, country singer and that girl oh, Victoria yeah, yeah. had boned him. Oh, that, that was, was great. Good. And then he had to meet him backstage. That was a chef's kiss to the evil Machiavellian producers of The Bachelor. Do you okay, think so they that- banged Arden? Do you think Dale and uh, Claire banged? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? They definitely banged. Lori, you think they banged? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They definitely banged. <laughs> Katie, what did you think they banged? He came out, somebody texted me a photo of his, like a pant, like a little, like a spot on his pants oh, that you, was like wet near where his dong was. You know, you could like see his dick in those pants. They were nice shorts. I liked them. But um, no, they for sure had sex, like 100%. They showed, they showed the rumpled uh, dress on the floor, which is like a classic sign of having sex. Okay, wait, exactly. look, look at this. This is a thing of Dale and somebody texted me this this morning. This got texted to me this morning. I mean, first of all, you can see his dick there for sure. You can see a wet spot circle. Oh, definitely send that to me, Arden. Definitely send that to me. (laughs) Lori, Aaron. I want to look at that closer, Arden. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. So then, do you love that these are the things I get texted to me? It's amazing. You've created your own perfect universe. I really did. That's from my friend Dennis. Shout out, Dennis. Thank you very much. Um, Okay, so then... So then morning after, she was like, I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. I spend time with you. Like, no game. No game. No game. No game. No game. And then she's like, what do we do? She goes, and then she did bring up. She was like, you know, I would totally take a lie detector test. Nothing was going on, right? I would have lied. I was like, all right, whatever. Who cares? At I don't point, think so, though, because honestly, because she has no game, that's right. I feel like she has no life filter. She, she literally, like... Just whatever, there, there's no buffer. She wouldn't have any reason to lie. She was yeah, I talked to Dell. I'm in love with him. He's yeah. my husband now. So so yeah. what? So what? So I talked to my 90 husband. 90 days of aggressive te- texting. I mean, truly, like, she is an open book, which yeah. is what hurts her. Like, she has no, no game. No game. I love you. Well, you just met nice. To- What's your name again? Claire. You know. Okay. <laughs> so meanwhile, Chase. How do you want your egg? Scrambled? I knew that. I knew it was scrambled. Is your protein tuna when you mix salads? Is it tuna? Is it tuna? I think it's tuna. Or is it like a fried egg? I love that. Okay, so then Jason is very upset. Jason and Jason and Jason and Jason and Blake are freaking out. And Jason's like, Claire, what? They're like, you think they boned? Jason's like, no, Claire wouldn't do that. Not my Claire, not this early in the game. Um, and then they're like, easy, Blake. And Blake is like, oh, in comes Captain Harrison. And um, and he's to see Claire. And she was like, how was it? And she goes, it was everything. And better. It was better. It was better than I even expected, Captain. And then 
And he goes, is he in love with you? She's like, yes, he's in love with me. He is my person. And then she goes, what do we do? And this is where they really, I just have hair standing on my, all my incredibly hairy arms are standing up because of the evil Captain Harrison goes, well, next step proposal. She goes, that's where we're headed. And she goes, what? That's where we're headed. He goes, do you want that? She goes, of course, of course I want that. When can we do this? And then he goes, tonight. And I wrote out crazy, 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 crazy. And then she goes, what? And he goes, and you're going to be an engaged woman soon. And she goes, you never gave up. You never, Captain Harrison, you never gave up on me. And he goes, she goes, I got this, Captain. I got the man of my dreams. I am so excited. And then he goes, I am not going to rest until this is done. This is so crazy. And off Captain Harrison goes to FaceTime the corpse of Neil Lane. And she's like, oh my God, the whole point of this is to find love. And I found it. Oh my God. You know when you know, you know when you know, Dale is everything to me. Uh, <laughs> I, she she could have been convinced to sign her life away on yeah. a dotted line. Chris Harrison had her, he's oh like, listen, God. give me $150,000. I've got this timeshare in Boca yes. Raton. She's like, take it, take it, take it, take it. She just take was, it. it was like, totally. So then meanwhile, Kenny... Kenny's like, she left the house, dude. And this has nothing to do with Dale. This is not Claire. She let this happen. By the way, he has a point. He's like, oh, he has a totally valid point. They're like, where the fuck is Dale? What the fuck? What's right? happening, man? It's like, if that's your, if your deal's Dale, then just go be with Dale. Like, if that's your jam. Um, the only but, good thing, sorry, real yeah. quick. The only good thing is like, these guys were complaining and they had every right to complain. And Kelly, Kenny totally had every right to complain. But also it's like, what's your alternative? Like, it's fucking pandemic. It's and a pandemic. Side in spring. That's the thing. So stretch this shit out, That's right. Boys. That's right. What oh do you got God. out there? Nothing. Exactly. And, and it's a nice group of guys. It's like the guys are nice. Nobody, you don't have like a chat in there. Everybody's nice. Like yeah. Yeah. they got rid of Yosef fast, Lori. So Kenny, interestingly, I noticed when watching this is that when he was moaning and groaning about Claire and, you know, the, the apology and all of that, none of that was with his lips moving on the camera in that room. Oh, so there the was edit. the there was the shot of the the men. I, I think at one point he said one thing um, that you could see his lips moving, but the rest of the time um, it, it was sort of just showed the men looking like they were listening, but then the voiceover of probably Kenny said that in his ITM, but right. you never saw his lips moving, saying those hype, those more critical things. Uh, in to the guys. By the way, that's in, mm-hmm. in the moment for you guys listening. If you don't know, ITM is when they get people talking to camera one on one. It's a, in the moment. It's like a confessional from real world days. I had no idea that's what it was called. I didn't either, but Anna kept using it, and then I was like, "Oh, I get it now." Okay, so um, so Claire's like, "I'm gonna go. T- I'm gonna go break up with my 25 boyfriends," <laughs> and I'm like, "Guys." essentially I was, I was already, and I was open and I came here just to find the love of my life. And what I came here for, I think I found, and it's with Dale. I actually feel like she handled it quickly and well. And she's like, I am a woman who knows what I want and I'm going for it. And I don't want to lead you on. And, um, 
And I'm sorry if I, if I like let anybody on, I didn't want to deceive anybody in any conversations. And then Blake was like, hope you don't get hurt. Uh, I don't know how you can be so sure so quick. I mean, it just sucks for the other guys. I have a problem with him momentarily. And then Kenny goes, which I actually appreciated Kenny at this moment. I liked this. Were you talking to Dale before? Uh, Cause, and then she goes, you owe us an apology. She's like, I will not apologize for love. I will apologize. I will, I will apologize for, um, he's like, you should apologize for faking it. You know what? He actually had a point. He's like, you were talking to me the whole time. And I could tell you were never even present. You just wanted to talk about Dale. You should apologize. Now that I'm Reese, it was the way he phrased it. But then I thought you're being kind of a dickhead. Like she likes Dale. He doesn't owe her an apology. You're a boy band cover band manager in a pandemic. And you're like a five-star resort. Sorry, bro. This is when Meatloaf needs to appear and be like, I would do anything for love. Anything. Like, then she just but I won't like do dance. that. Then she just needed a dance sequence. You know, we needed a little Bollywood in there. Lori, what did Meatloaf. you think? I love Meatloaf. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I think that she handled it really well. I thought the, the guys were super gracious. Yes. Um, you know, Kenny didn't say that things in her face other than, you know, were, were you talking to him? Um, oh, you don't think he said that, but he did say that you should apologize. apologize. He did. But he, if you look at it, I, I'm convinced he said it in ITM. And, oh, and, you, yeah. But why would he I, say what, the phrase, you should apologize to us? I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, just, okay, okay. I will look okay. at it again, but that's okay. Just, okay. That's just okay. But, okay. Um, so I thought they were really gracious. I thought Mr. Chess, what's his name? Ivan. Ivan's so cute. I love him. Oh, he's so adorable. I, um, really and I forget exactly him. what he said, but it was so, it was. That he was happy for her. Yeah. Yeah. And he wished yeah. her well. And that she's always, that he, what I was always attracted to him to her was that she was strong and knew what she wanted and that he yeah. wished her well. It was classy. And then the other guys are like, yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I'm not with Kenny anymore. I was with Kenny, but now I'm not. Now I'm with I'm with Ivan. So Jason was crushed. This is tough. What's next? I don't know what to do. And uh, I'm going to howl at the moon. Blake, Blake goes, I was so invested on her. I bought a book on dementia Alzheimer's just so I know what was oh. going on with her. Now I have to say it's sweet that he did, but it's yeah. also like, so you spent $14 on a book. You're angry that you bought. Like, that's actually a nice thing to know about. Other people, you know, will be affected by Alzheimer's or dementia. Like, why is that a waste of your time? Like, you're angry at her. You can't get your $14 Amazon purchase back. Anna, what did you think of that statement? I thought, I was like, who cares about your book? Read a little. Calm down. <laughs> okay. He seemed so emotional. But the thing is, like, what? They didn't have too much interaction either. Like... He DM'd her. He DM'd her. Right. I think he had a right to be upset, though. Yeah, you can be upset. But the way he was acting, it's like, why are you trying to make it sound like Claire can't possibly be in love when you're also acting like that when you've had so little time together as well? So it's like, you had the same situation with Dale and has fallen hard and you have in a way fallen hard and had very little amount of time as well. That's right. heard that benefit of the doubt to understand where she's coming from and not be like i don't think it'll work out you don't know dale it's like she doesn't know you either good point dr bonanza good point slow down and think about it i don't know that was like a uh, like a good take on like a nice crisp microphone banana like you were coming in with like a like a therapeutic phd thesis statement that was 
sorry. I also wanted her to be like, and you know what? I've already changed him to my full beneficiary. (laughs) Just like leave the room after seeing something real where the guys would be like, oh. Yeah, Dr. Banana, that had a good, nice mic sound and a good point. Like she came in hot on a Uh, high-end mic. mic, High-end mic coming in hot with Dr. Banana, PhD. I'll be taking your calls from three to five about Claire's state of mind. Dr. Banana. So here we go. We have, um, so Chris Harrison FaceTimes Neil Lane, which was an incredible. And he's like, Neil, we need to get that ring today. Uh, And then I saw actually on People Magazine, they're like, we had to really rush to make Claire's dream ring. So she was like, give me, like, normally the guys get to pick like three rings. Like, and they're like, this is the cushion cut. This is the emerald cut. (laughs) Claire was like, I want this ring from Dale. Like, like she picked her ring at the beginning of the season. She was like, I am getting engaged. It's like, so hopefully we'll have a proposal today. And Dale goes, she goes, um, I love Dale gets a little crazy too. He goes, I love Claire and she loves me. There's no stress, no pressure. Um, and Claire went and she broke up with all. Oh, Chris Harrison goes to Dale and says, Dale, Claire broke up with all of her other guys today. No more stress. This is the end of this part of the journey. So he says to Dale where he delivers the bad news to Dale that he's getting officially fed to the lions. <laughs> well, Dale, she's broken up with everybody else. What's next is the final step. Claire is waiting for you. And Claire is waiting. That woman that you had dinner with once and that you just (laughs) that boned in the El Presidente suite. That one. The one in the mermaid dress last night. That one that you. Claire, ring a bell. Ring a bell. Claire, the one who kept going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's waiting for you. And she's waiting for a proposal. A marriage proposal. That woman you just had your first meal with. And then uh, it said, will Dale propose? Oh, the guys are all talking. They're like, is Dale going to propose to her? Seems like that he's he's into, uh, oh, I like Kenny going. It doesn't really seem like she's taking it slow. She's rip-roaring ready for a wedding. That was the Massachusetts guy in the turtleneck, like the turtleneck wearer with the suits. He's oh, like the, yeah, window, yeah. the window guy. And then um, Claire is like weeping because actually this is the one moment of being lucid. The yeah. producers are pushing a proposal. And she knows it's too fast. There's a side of her who actually is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I'm letting the pro- producers ruin this for me. She's crying. And they're like, Claire, are you okay? She's like, I'm freaking out. I don't want to ruin a good thing because of all this pressure. She was right. Yeah. She's right. She goes, I just, it scares me. I mean, love has been so hard for me to feel. And like, I've just begged guys to love me. And she's crying. She's like, I know when I showed up um, and that they've always had different outcome. Like there's just been so many of my own fears. I could, I only had dysfunctional relationship in my life. Love equals pain. Why is this so hard for me? Um, And then she was like, I forgot what it felt like to find good love. Never has a good guy stuck around. So for Benoit, and then she goes, Chris says to Claire. So then like, basically she knows it's fucked up. She knows it's fucked up. And they put, they stuff her into like her pre, her like dress rehearsal bridal dress, her white gown, her white mermaid gown. And they put her out there and there, she's standing there waiting and they fuck with her again. So they could edit it. They wrote it so they would have it for uh, the edit. And he goes up and he goes, Claire, there's something I need to tell you dot 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 pause so you'd make me cry 
They wrote it like this so they could edit it and purpose. And he goes, I just wanted to tell you, we are all so proud of you. If you're ready, I'll go get Dale, the meanest people on earth. The meanest. So then they go, they're fucking with this poor woman. And then they, it's then she's got the rose. She speaks first. She's like, for the moment I saw you, I was so excited when when I knew you were going to be on, there was electricity. I just knew it. I knew. And when I met you in person, after looking at all your, your hot Instagram photos of you shirtless, all oiled up, I knew it. I know it. I know it. I knew you were going to be my husband. I am so in love. And you've just shown me what it would look like for a man who would never run away or never leave. They've known each other like two days at this point. So you're never leaving. And he goes, I want to show up with you each and every day. Um, And this is making this possible. Um, This is wild here right now. It's wild. I mean, you, from the day I arrived, you made it so clear and apparent that you wanted to capture me. (laughs) And there was no shot. There was no doubt in my mind that you, you liked me. You made that abundantly clear. And I want to be here for you. I, and then he was like, I've I've been talking to my mom. My mom would love you. And just, he, she just wanted for me, someone who would love me unconditionally, who would be there for me no matter what. I love you. I so appreciate you. The best is yet to come. And she's like, you're never getting rid of me. And then he goes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Like he's just talking himself off the high board. Okay, here we go. Here we go, Dale. Here we go. I'm going to do it. 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 Claire, will you marry me? And then she shoves <laughs> and, and then he starts to get up and she's like, hold on. And she shoves him back down. She's like, you put that ring on my finger. You put that ring on my finger. I weeded my whole fucking life with a four and a half carat ring. You put that ring on there. And then she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Claire Moss. Look at it. Look at it. That word I feel it. I accepted it. You're stuck with me. She screams. And then, and then they, then they walk off. Now there's a little more of the episode, but let's talk up through there. Lori, my friend, Lori, take it. Claire Moss, take it. Lori, you're up. Okay. Well, my first question is, do you think she wore the puppy perfume to the proposal? (laughs) Oh my God. That's right. He gave it to her. He gave it to her. He gave it to her. Oh, I think she, um, so, you know, okay. As your resident uh, historian and corn dog, uh, I will say I thought his little speech was so sweet. I loved about it. I love mother it. wanting to be unconditional, you know, wanting him to be. I got chills. I got chills. I loved it. I thought it was fucking adorable. Yeah. And, you know, having, now that I, I know that they're my best friends. I've listened, uh, I, I've, you know, listened to a podcast sure. uh, with them on it for 45 minutes. Sure, so, sure. you know, we're, we're pretty much, I'm going to be her maid of honor, but yeah. Um, so uh, I, in listening to them talk today, I, they believe that they fell in love at first sight. I love and, this. I love this. And them. He, he had no he actually didn't have any nerves and we know whether I believe that or not is another story, but um, I know she didn't, uh, but, <laughs> but they, it's, it was, it's really sweet, right? Like that's why many people watch the show is to fall in love with this idea, this corny idea. And I thought it was completely freaking adorable. Um, I, yeah. 
So I, 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 I for them. I Me too. For them. Oh, oh, and the other thing is that, you know, that she, <laughs> part of the problem, however, is, is that she literally has begged guys to be with her. You know, I wouldn't recommend saying that. Uh, however, I think it's probably true. Um, and yeah, so, uh, and then, you know, prior to the proposal, he said something about he's just nurturing what's happening and embracing it. And there's not much more he can do. You know, well, Dale, uh, there is a little bit more you all could do before, um, date? before, before proposing. Yeah, maybe dates. Uh, yeah. But. I thought it was very sweet and I really liked what he had to say. Me too. Um, Aaron, I listen, I want to, uh, these are unprecedented times we're living in. So I want to fall in love with this unprecedented relationship. Yes. Um, Cheering for them. I think literally if they last and this actually happened i will be the happiest because i am a big sucker for love romantic comedies romantic movies romance i just um i just have a little bit of a like a little bit if it wasn't corona and they didn't whisk tasha in in 30 seconds and i had a little bit more time i'd be i feel like it was just too rushed they had Tasha on ice and it just felt like what in the hell just happened yeah so for me I have a disconnect with them but also still still cheering still cheering okay they're house hunting in Sacramento and talking about babies I love this okay and- we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about Tasha we're gonna talk more about them and we're gonna do tweet of the week and emails we'll be right back Ooh, I don't know about you but I Things are getting so hot in here. I think I got to take a pee break. And we're back. Okay, so before we get to uh, Dale and Claire, like I think maybe some, at some, it looked like they were in like Puerto Vallarta at a house, uh, but I will get there in one second. So Tate, so all the guys are like, what's happening? They're like, you can go if you want to go, but if you don't want to go, be there in a suit. And everybody's like, is Jason going to show up? Is Chase and Jason, Chase and Jason and, uh, and Blake going to show up and they all begrudgingly show up. I'm loving, I love easy. And, uh, they, they get, they find out the announcement that there's a new bachelorette coming and Tasha gets out of that limo looking ah, smoking, smoking. What an upgrade. <laughs> Oh my God, those guys should be high-fiving themselves for the rest of their life. I couldn't believe, the, I couldn't wait. The, the to be continued, which of course they were going to do, but I was like, for them to see who walks to the door, they're going to be so Dicks psyched. are going to explode in their pants. Yeah. And Dr. Dr. Pink. Work? Doctor, that's how they work. Dr. Uh, Banana. I was just going to say, yes, Tasha looked amazing i was so excited it was great dress great dress you like that that's the thing i didn't like the dress i thought the dress was strange to me well it's not cool but she looked like an oscar statue who noticed it who noticed i noticed i didn't even notice the i didn't notice she was wearing a dress dress. face and the hair her hair her teeth everything was so bouncy she could I have been wearing that. a napkin. I would have been like, yes. I, I do. Can I just say, I do love that all the guys, for the most part, except for like Blake and, and Jason, were like, what's that? 
something new and then <laughs> like it was like mm-hmm, like immediately it's immediate. like because she, she also showed them no attention she didn't yeah. she didn't even like she they've just been like this i bet this group of guys will be such good friends because they've all been quarantining together it's this yeah. weird experience they're in a covid bubble they were all ignored for the first 12 so they just probably just befriended each other yeah like there was no actual competition because it was just dale who wasn't a bad guy like katie well, I was I was going to say, I also really liked how then Taisha got out of the limo and she spoke in, in sentences that were realistic and she wasn't immediately yes. like, oh my God, my husband's here. And I think she's right. going to make like a really good bachelorette for that reason, just because like she seems much more she's, grounded and she just seemed to be like very just like stoked to prank. be there. Yeah. And she's it's it's excited to be there. She looked phenomenal. It's fun. It's actually almost so far like the perfect season. Yeah. We got the... <laughs> We got the fun of the madness of Claire to ease us into like a nice holiday season of Tasha. So excited. I also want to say, so then we see a little like tag afterwards of them holding up in a romance. <laughs> I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching them do jump rope, sharing a jump rope. She had a cute tush. I was like, look at her cute booty. They're in the pool and then they're cooking together. He was like, look at her cook. What are you cooking? A salad. What's in your salad? Romaine. Aaron Foley, take it. The- my favorite part of the entire episode, the entire, <laughs> what, what are you, what are you cooking? Is it, are you still here? Where are we? Salad. What do you, what's in the salad? Cooking. Cooking. Romaine. What else? <laughs> Romaine. I was like, I, I could have, I laughed so hard. I, was like, I could watch that Romaine scene. 17 more. I just Romaine. woke up this morning and I turned to Sarah and I was like, Romaine. <laughs> like it just, it just, that was like, that was my chef, the chef's kiss for me. Romaine, Romaine, Romaine. Um, you guys, you have been listening to our call. We have been getting so many great reviews. Okay, Lori, guess what? We've been trying to get past a thousand stars. And uh, boy, have our listeners been great. I mean, really, we got so many, we got so many new stars this week. We're up to 853. Dr. Banana, Katie, that's that's good progress, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. All right. All right, here we go. Here are some of our cool new reviews. Five stars. Take me out of the woman box. I've got this to say from Darcy's old face. <laughs> if you love The Bachelor, Bachelorette, or humor, or joy, or simply are searching for a podcast that is reliable, your search has ended. Arden, Anna, and Katie and friends are simply the best. The thing I appreciate most about this podcast is that it stays in its lane. And even when episodes max out at an hour long, it's just because there's just so much to say. I came over a few years ago from another pod that would deviate on topics or wouldn't come out every week. And I'm telling you, in a world where trust can be hard to find, you can believe in this pod coming through for you almost as reliably as Claire saying the word that Dale hears every five seconds. Do yourself a favor and make yourself a daleable for some laughs. That's a good review. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A, a daleable. You know what? We are consistent. Like truly, a lot of life things have happened. We have never missed a freaking podcast. We just show up. And sometimes we deviate, but I feel like we've gotten so passionate about it. With I feel like we are, have less off-roading lately, which is, which is amazing. 
This is Five Stars MMDC. Arden is an amazing host. Well, thank you. I always look forward to seeing who is the new rookie. She gets the best guests of any Bachelor podcast. She's so funny, and you feel like you're hanging out with her when you listen. This podcast has been a bright spot each week, especially in the year 2020. Here's another one that's so great. Um, Five Stars. This is Secretly Always Listening by... uh, Kasia Mistral. I couldn't believe I loved a fart orgasm, but I had one earphone in at school and had to tell my teacher I was having a sneeze attack. They had no idea. I love the Felicity guy, I guess, and I love Jerry. Everyone is bananas, but I love them. How great is that? Just picturing somebody in a class listening to the fart orgasm and like trying to. <laughs> yeah, we have to get Greg Grunberg back. He's really fun. Your boy Jerry was on last week, Lori, and he was feisty. I like I like my Jerry. I love my Jerry. I like him. I got, somebody actually just with my like sixteen followers. Uh, somebody just tweeted at me saying, "I want to hear Jerry and Lori." So Jerry's Jerry's a fan. Well, here's the thing. Now, Lori, you generally read spoilers, which is why you're not on our main podcast. But now here's a question. We can, is there a way you could commit to not um, reading Tasha's so we could get you on with Jerry later this season? Or can you not handle You have to read the spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do it. I've been, I mean, needless to say, I've, I've been, uh, it's been a very busy uh, few months. Yeah. And uh but I am not caught up on anything. Um, all right, great. So if you commit to not reading further about Tasha, then we can have you and Jerry on for a dream team episode. Do oh. you take the vow? Lord? Take the vow. Are you going to, can we it, it, you? It the first time I have done that, I think ever. I know. And I know how you're wired. So can <laughs> you, already. <laughs> I mean, I see you panicking a little bit. Like, can you do, do we need to get it on the book? So, you know, you just need to make it to a certain date. Can you handle it? Maybe I mean, we might need to talk about getting it on the books. All right. I know you. I know my friend who's jonesing. All right. So, we'll get you uh, the next available date. We'll get you and Jerry on the books and then you just need, you can make it to that. Okay. You can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. We got a really cute one last night, you guys. She made a video for us. It's so cute. This is from Alina Infantio. Um, Dear Arden, Tana, Katie, and Will You Accept This Rose family, I'm a huge fan of Will You Accept This Rose, and it's by far my favorite podcast available on the internet. Um, I first got into the podcast several months ago after hearing a couple of the episodes with Paget. I quickly fell in love with Arden, Aaron, Anna, Katie, and all the wonderful guests. Since then, I've been listening to the podcast nonstop, and now I listen to an episode or two or three every day. I'd never seen an episode of the Bachelor franchise until this Bachelorette season with Claire and Tasha, but the podcast is even more fun and hilarious now that I actually have a clue what's going on. I'm currently away from home during my first year of college, and I've struggled to find fun and safe things to do with all the COVID restrictions. This podcast has provided me with the fun and entertainment I desperately needed this past several months. Thank you for all the laughs. And she made us this really cute video of our podcast. And uh, thank you so much, Alina. We love stuff like that. We just love the uh, the family of Will You Accept This Rose? and uh, 
Thanks to all of our listeners. Well, we have to say, you guys, um, if you want to participate in Tweet of the Week, the way you do it is you tag me and or Anna Hosnier, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N or Anna Hosnier, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H on Twitter. And then you do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R and get it to us by midnight on uh, Tuesday night, Pacific time. But been, you guys have been on fire. There's hundreds of them. Anna narrows it down and sends me like 55. And uh, they're very <laughs> funny. So I'm going to read them. I'm going to read. I narrowed it down to like eight. And then we're going to pick two. This is from somebody who's been very strong this season. Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Did Dale just pull out his shirt to cover a boner he got from Chris Harrison? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> This is a this is a reference and a shout out back to Bachelor Winter Games. So just uh, put put on your uh, put on your Bachelor Winter Games hat for this one. This is Seth Vat at Basebone One. Somewhere in a La Quinta basement, Dale is screaming to be let out of this jacuzzi appointment from hell. Oh, <laughs> that's a blast from the past. We have appointment for jacuzzi. You missed your appointment for the jacuzzi. Oh. <laughs> this is from Lauren at CMAC U. Um, Bachelor at ABC must have heard our calls for diversity. We got our first lesbian season of The Bachelorette. I've never seen anyone U-Haul this fast since I had my first girlfriend. Yes, it's so <laughs> true. Today. Yes. I think, come on. Yes. I think you know which one it's going to be today. U-Haul's in the top two. That made me love so much. Their first lesbian season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> So good. Like okay, this is a slight visual too. I'll just show you what this. I'll show you what's coming. It's the Taco oh, yeah. Bell photo. Okay, this is from Lisa at Ah Lisa Noen Casa. Was truly hoping Dale was going to show up to the proposal wearing the taco costume. Will you burrito my wife? <laughs> 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 oh, solid Mexican food pun. Will you burrito Mexican food? So good. So good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So then we have hold, please. So then we have um, this is also from Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. Uh, the most realistic thing about this season of The Bachelorette is that the fantasy suites happen on date one. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Yeah, this is from Cheyenne Constant, our girl at Trixie Cheyenne. Firecracker. I'm starting to think Jason told Claire he killed someone and now is worried about telling a new bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Tasha was. <laughs> don't worry, Tasha was into John Paul Jones, and we all know he killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like that. One. I like that one, nice. I like that one too. I like that he one. does have like a serial killer vibe, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, this is from Linda Bear at Linda Bear coming up on ABC Claire and Dale's new show 14 Day Fiance <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right final one in the running lauren at purple underscore haze neil lane came out of his hidey hole and saw his shadow six more weeks of the bachelorette (laughs) all right but we all know that the first lesbian is happening so it's between like burrito my wife we have um john paul jones the, the killer 
14 Day Fiance, what would you like to be the second one? Well, and there there was the Groundhog Day one, too. Oh, and then the Neil I Groundhog Day. So what's our second runner? Groundhog Day, but retell my wife, 14 Day Fiance, or uh, telling the bachelorette you killed somebody. Those were good ones. They're so good. I'm I'm gonna go with burrito, my wife. Okay, I, it, it's okay. so stupid. Okay, here we go. here we go. So I'm gonna trust my my life partner, my platon, and my new fiance. Here we go. It is between I I do. This is between Lauren at CMAC U. Bachelorette ABC must have heard our calls for more diversity. <laughs> We got our first lesbian season of The Bachelorette. I've never seen anyone U-Haul this fast since I had my first girlfriend. (laughs) So good. (laughs) And Lisa at Alisa Noancasa was truly hoping Dale was going to show up to the proposal wearing the taco costume. Will you burrito my wife? (laughs) (laughs) So good. All right. I'm going to go first because I don't want to be the deciding factor. I'm going to go lesbian diverse diversity season. I'm going to go next to Dr. Banana. I have to go. Will you be, will you burn? <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm going to go Lori. You know, Lesbians and thespians, man. I, I think uh, I think there's there's no other choice here other than uh, the first uh, lesbian season. Okay. I think it's appropriate. It's uh, themed for this, and uh, both were very funny. Okay, Doctor Foley. Oh well, listen. Huge, huge love for the burrito pun, but lesbo <laughs> all the way. <laughs> Doctor Levine. <laughs> I like the burrito one. I have to go that okay. one. Okay. It's a close call. It's two to three. The winner is Lauren at CMAQ. Bachelor ABC must have heard our calls for more diversity. We got our first lesbian season of The Bachelorette. I've never seen anyone U-Haul this fast since I had my first girlfriend. Um, <laughs> so good. Okay, what a great tweet of the week. What an episode. Oh, my God. What a joy. Aaron Foley, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you? You all will remain in my heart until we see each other again. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Um, I will be in Philadelphia counting votes. And when I leave Philadelphia, um, you can just uh, – I'm doing some online shows, AaronKFoley.com. I uh, buy my album Deep Dive or just listen to it and then throw me money when I see you in 2025 and listen um, to uh, Arden and I on this podcast. Did people take away, did somebody take AaronFoley.com? Aaron K, you know, Aaron K Foley. Yeah, someone someone had Aaron Foley or I don't know. They tried cool. to sell it to me for a million dollars and I was like, You should have done dot vodka like us. We're Rose Pod- We're Rose Podcast dot vodka. You could be Aaron Foley dot gin in twenty twenty one. Um, Lori, nobody can find you anywhere, but now what, are if you-, you wear a mask and uh and close your Bye Aaron. Bye, Aaron. Bye. 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 Love you all. Bye. Thank you. You can't find me, but if you um, if you wear a mask and breathe in deeply, you'll be able to find me via the puppy perfume. I love that. I'm going to do that. Uh, Dr. Banana. I'm at Anna Hussein on Twitter. And on our Patreon. You can find us on our Patreon. Just subscribe. It's so fun. There's like 90 fun episodes on there. You get We drop one a week, right? Isn't it every Friday? 
Dr. Banana? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. There we go. New episodes every Thursday. Katie. I'm at KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Artemarine on Instagram, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. I so appreciate everybody that bought a book. And uh, I'm gonna pull a I'm gonna pull a name out of the hat. And if you guys don't mind, if you got the book, if you enjoyed it, if you could go to Amazon or Goodreads and leave a review, it really helps people find the book and it also helps people increase the chances of me getting to do a second book. So that would be great. Little Miss Little Compton. If you want a signed copy, you can get one from Skylight Books in um in Los Feliz, California, you can order it or go to artamarinebook.com. Um, okay, here we go. One second. I'm going to pull the name out. One, <laughs> All right. The winner of the shirts today. If you buy your book, you can still just send us a copy of your receipt to rosepodcast at gmail.com. The person who won the shirt today is Sarah Roxanne Shields. Congratulations. Tell us what size you want and email us at rosepodcast. Tell us what size you want and where we should mail you the shirt. All right, you guys, everybody stay safe, wear a mask, be nice to one another, hang in there, and keep social distancing. Bye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.